Today's podcast will be addressing the issue of what is operation in Massachusetts as the first element of an operating under the influence charge. In many ways, it's what you think of operating a motor vehicle, but there are some significant surprises. So stay tuned and let's find out. Essentially, the Commonwealth or the government has to prove that you were operating a motor vehicle on a public way at a time when you were intoxicated. Now let's break down each of those elements individually and take a closer look. The first element in order to prove you guilty of driving under the influence is operation. Operation of a motor vehicle more specifically. Now operation of a motor vehicle in some respects is what it sounds like. What you usually think of of operating motor vehicle. You're in the driver's seat, you're under power of the motor, you're being propelled forward or backward, making turns, braking, accelerating, doing all the normal stuff on the road where um, you would think that you're operating a motor vehicle. Beyond that, however, it's much more than that. And let's take another look. You are operating a motor vehicle when you are inside the vehicle and you take any steps through the systems that are in the car. You are operating a motor vehicle when you are inside the vehicle and you take any steps through the systems that are in the car that would put that vehicle into motion. It could be through shifting a gear, it could be the starting or operating of the engine, or anything else, either mechanical or electrical, combined or by itself would tend to put that vehicle into motion. So as you can see, that's a very broad definition of operation and one that we don't usually think of. One of the leading cases on this topic dates back to 1928. In that case, a gentleman was in a car, the car was stationary, and he decided that he would have some whiskey to drink. As it turned out, he realized that he had had too much whiskey and shouldn't be driving a vehicle. The car was already stationary. Now, in the old-fashioned cars, he had to move the gear shift from reverse to neutral, and then he was going to set the parking brake. What happened was he moved the gear shift from reverse to neutral. Even though the car was not running, the car rolled forward because it was on an incline and tapped the car that was parked in front of him. There are several cases on point with a similar fact pattern. That is, if you are found behind the wheel of a car, either sleeping or passed out, the car is running, but it's in park, or it's in drive, but it's not moving. In any case, it's stationary. That is considered operation as well, with the engine running and you in the driver's seat. But it's not even necessary for the engine to be running in order for operation to be found. There are many cases where the keys are in the ignition and the car is not running, but still can be found to be operating a motor vehicle. Sometimes the question becomes, can the government prove that you were driving the car if nobody witnessed you driving 
and if you are not in the driver's seat at the time the police arrive. All of those cases are very fact-sensitive. That means it can change from guilty to not guilty based on the specific facts that are involved in the case. In one particular case, there was an incident where there were two occupants of a vehicle, of a car. Unfortunately, sadly, one of the persons inside the car died as a result of an accident. The other person was charged with drunk driving in that case. When the police arrived, the passenger side door was open. The defendant was outside of the car and there, were, there was no medical evidence that was entered describing the injuries of each of the persons that were involved so that they could say definitively who was driving and who was not. And even though the defendant in that case admitted that he was driving the car hours earlier but denied driving it at the time of the accident, he was found not guilty because the Commonwealth, the government, could not prove that he was operating at the time of the accident. Conversely, there are cases, and there's one particular case, where a defendant was charged with drunk driving, among other charges, that he was seen driving the vehicle approximately half an hour before a hit-and-run incident, that he had exclusive possession of the ignition keys, that he had not given permission for anyone else to drive the vehicle, which was registered to him. In, those, in that case, he was found to have been operating the motor vehicle, even though no eyewitnesses could put him driving at exactly the time of the accident. So as you can see, it's a very complicated element that needs to be proven, but is absolutely critical in your case of operating under the influence. Thank you for listening to our podcast on what is operation of a motor vehicle in Massachusetts. Please join us for further episodes as we delve deeper into the other elements the Commonwealth must prove in order for a jury to find you guilty of operating under the influence.